Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. Nose, I got a question for you before we start going here. What is Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Tevin Coleman, Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk? Kendrick Bourne and Debo Samuel all have in common. Tell me, tell me. They're not playing tonight because they're all on the IR. Either reserve COVID list or IR for San Francisco. San Francisco Green Bay, by the way, coming up right after us tonight. Who are us? Who is us? Us is Zach in the Nose, the fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Uh, I always love when Thursday Night Football comes right after us. Uh, here on 560, the Joe WQAM. We get you all set up for that. Get you all set up for week nine of the NFL season. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. If you want to get a couple more texts in here, we have a lot to go over in this hour here. One more hour left to go before kickoff. Well, I bet kickoff's at like 825. So get the pregame show and then you get kickoff right after us uh, here on 560, the Joe. We did a lot of observations. I want to get back to a couple more before we get to the sniff test. Um, one thing you've been talking about lately knows the in- Indianapolis Colts running back situation. Uh, JT, Wilkins, Hines, looks like everyone's touching the ball there. If you're a JT owner, you got to be kind of uh, a little nervous about what's going on there. What do you think? I would say the word is more disappointed, um, but he was a full play uh, practice today. And it just seems like for the Colts, it's the hot hand and um, it's a tough, it's a tricky situation. But if you have Jonathan Taylor and... You need to start him. Uh, yeah, I guess you got to go give him a go. Uh, but a lot of people are picking up Wilkins. He was a hot pickup for the weekend. I've seen this before from a player like Wilkins. He could have 20 touches one game and then the next game have five. So if you're looking to start Wilkins, I think you have to start it at your own risk. My boy Vento just texted back in with probably the funniest name for you I've seen in a very, very long time. He called you Noses Malone. I mean, that is... That's great. I mean, I'm, I'm just not sure we could top that right now. Noses Malone. That's great. 
I mean, he gave you, you, you gave him the, uh, the Rogers Herbert text from earlier. And he said, I appreciate the trade advice on Rogers and Herbert, but looking forward, uh, at the schedule is not a difficult decision. Most weeks as to which to play. I picked up Herbert a few weeks ago. He's been a wonderful luxury for me to have both as the season continues to evolve. I'll try to continue to consider trade possibilities, especially as basters get desperate trying to make the playoffs. Thanks again. Noses Malone. Fantastic. Wow. Very good there. One more text before we get to a couple more observations. Uh, was offered Justin Jefferson or A.J. Brown for Josh Jacobs. I already have Henry and Singletary as running backs. What do I do? You do not make that trade. Uh, Jacobs is still, I know he's had a shaky year, but coming off a huge amount of carries, good game. Jacobs is an RB1, okay? And those don't just fall off trees. Justin Jefferson is very good, had a few huge games. That's why his fantasy stats are so high. Uh, and we know A.J. Brown's a really talented player, but he also, uh, you know, he's a little injury risk as well. So, no, I would not make that trade. Hold on to Jacobs. Having Jacobs and Henry is a really good core right there. Uh, I like Singletary, but as we've discussed on the show, Zach Moss is making his move right now. That's a 50-50 split, and Zach Moss seems to be getting the goal line carries. So you put that together, and uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't make that trade. Not, not at all. Justin Jefferson is, again, a player I like a lot. I just don't fully trust him. And so, yeah, it's just too risky of a play. You have your RB1. Hold on to him. Been waiting for this observation since, uh, I believe, week one or week two. Christian McCaffrey is back. And uh, in your observations, does that mean that you have to bench Mike Davis? He sees he'll startable. Could it be a flex play? What happens there with that running back position for Carolina? Yeah, that's uh, welcome back, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, if you were able to hold on to him right. and still have a, a, a team that's competing, God bless you. You should be thrilled. But yes, all the people who picked up Mike Davis, and there's a lot of people who reaped a lot of benefits from him. He was awesome, an awesome replacement. But yes, that time has now gone because McCaffrey's going to come back, and Mike, you know, Davis is going to get more run than uh, you know in his what in the first few games back. He's they're not just going to throw McCaffrey to 30 carries a game. But Mike Davis is basically at this point no longer startable. Goes back to the bench get McCaffrey in there, and hopefully he just gives you that second half that you desperately need to get in to make a playoff, a late playoff run. Let's go a little bit northwest from where we are right now, and let's go to Tampa. The running back situation, I saw last week, Nose Fournette uh, out-snapped Jones almost 3-1 to one, it looked like, and they also have another guy who's going to make his debut this week, Antonio Brown. The rich get richer. Tampa Bay running back situation, Antonio Brown, Tom Brady. Let's hit Tampa up for a second. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't believe we're an hour through the show and we haven't discussed Antonio Brown. Right, right. This is a really interesting, um, unique, uh, whatever the white word is, I am all in on watching that game. Sunday night football, uh, prime time for Brady. So I, I think I read this that, Antonio Brown is living with Tom Brady or in his correct. house? No, that's correct. Okay. So last year, we watched Antonio Brown play what, a few games. And what happened? He played those- one game against the Miami Dolphins, scored a touchdown. Right. He was targeted like crazy. Right, right. I expect that to happen again. And again, we're not talking about a good player. We're talking about 
a player who still could be in his prime that is one of the best to ever play the position. So if you picked him up when that moment when Schefter's like, this guy's coming back, <laughs> I absolutely believe that Tom Brady is going to throw him quite a few balls, get him acclimated, make him happy, and have him be motivated to play and be a good teammate. So if you have Antonio Brown, I actually have no problem with you starting him, and I expect him to have a pretty darn good game, especially if Chris Godwin is out. We still don't know about the broken finger. Uh, it looks like he could be trending to play. But overall, I like Antonio Brown. Definitely worth a start if you have a space for him. In terms of the running back situation. Right, right. Well, so Ronald Jones had a fumble last week, and that's why he was out-snapped 3-1. to one. That was a big, uh, I guess, decision by Arians in terms of why uh, Fournette played so much. But as we've been discussing, it's slowly starting to happen where Leonard Fournette is taking over that job, although he didn't look so great. Uh, so overall, I like Fournette more than Ronald Jones. Um, but if you have to start Ronald Jones, you have to hope you get a dirty touchdown. Uh, it's, we're at really, it's it, a lot of people have to make decisions they don't want to make, Zach. And right. so... Uh, both of them, as of right now, are startable, and we don't know what we're going to see on Sunday night. But I have Leonard Fournette in a few leagues, and I am certainly starting him. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. Uh, a sad text just came in, and I have to uh, ask it uh, to you because it is a question from one of our guys. DJ Dallas or Jordan Howard this week? Right, so if Chris Carson isn't playing, and I just read he's not going to practice tomorrow, which has him being a long shot. I would go with DJ Dallas over Jordan Howard. Okay. Uh, do you think Zeke plays this week? Somebody's <laughs> What's that? No, no, no. Listen, if your daughter's asking you a question, you got to answer that. That's more important. Yes, That's my daughter important. is here, and she right. does. I'm very proud of my wife right now for uh, keeping her away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I got through that. That was very intense. Well done. That was intense. Woo! Wow. So give it to me one more time, brother. Do you think Zeke plays this week? Yes, I do think Zeke plays okay. this week. I know he has a beat of a a, a bit of a beat up hammy. I believe that's what his injury is. Now he's going to play this week. He's going to get fed the ball quite a bit. Uh, just unfortunately, he's just got a horrible matchup. But we discussed it. If Zeke plays, you have to start him. Although we are reading that uh, he might not have as much volume or as many carries right. as he normally would. So that's your you know again. Right. If you have Zeke or anybody in that Dallas offense, it's it's an overall very poor situation. The rest of that gentleman or lady's text was, I have Hasty going tonight. A.A. Ron Ekilar and Mixon out this week. I also have Joshua Kelly. Do you think that I have the best lineup for running backs this week? So he's starting Zeke and Hasty. I guess he was thinking maybe putting Josh Kelly in for Zeke if need be. Yes. The short of it is yes. I uh, think you have the right lineup. I, I actually, okay. Hasty, Hasty could be sneaky good tonight, okay? Right. Hasty is the one guy from the 49ers that I think could really uh, have an impact on the game. All right, full PPR, need a tight end. Jordan Reed or Hayden Hurst? Love the show. And we love you. I'm going to go right. with Jordan Reed tonight. Jordan Reed tonight, yep. okay. Jordan Reed, listen, Jordan Reed came in for Kittle once this year and had a really nice game, okay? So he is playing. I am nervous that he is going to have to get through a whole game because that's not easy to do. Uh, but overall, I would go with Jordan Reed because basically they have to throw the ball to somebody, all right? And Mullins is, Nick Mullins is not a bad quarterback. We've no. seen what he could do. He could throw the ball. And he's got to throw it to somebody. And I just don't even know. There's a guy named Trent Taylor who's now their wide receiver one. Right. Who? Like, right. Seriously, who? Like, really? I have no idea. Okay, I, I know, because nobody does. Nobody okay. does. So, right. Right. so Jordan Reed is actually a player 
uh, when the, Nick Mullins is gonna is gonna utilize his tight end. So I, I, I like it. Uh, uh, hey guys, I need a running back full PPR for tonight. Uh, Tasty or McKinnon? I like to call him Tasty now, by the way. Hasty or McKinnon? <sighs> I'm going with Hasty over McKinnon. I I'm reading he's gonna get the majority of the carries. The only thing that could go and burn uh, me on this one is that if Aaron goes up big in the game tonight and it ends up being one of those games where they're just in the shotgun and McKinnon just gets a ton of catches out of the backfield. But Hasty is the starting guy. He's the first and second uh, down back right now and the player that I have to recommend between the two of them. Right. All right, so we'll have the sniff test coming up here in the next segment. Your text messages as well, tight end pick of the week and nose pick of the week coming up later on this hour. But your text messages will drive us the rest of the show here, 305-567-0560. That is the nose. I am Zach. Follow the nose on Twitter, by the way, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Let's take a break. We'll come back with the sniff test here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Zach and the Noses Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Let this ride for a second here, Garcia. I like this. Why couldn't we come up with a song like this? Right, Nose? I mean, jeez. so beautiful. Right? We just have to do it. Just one. I don't need to. I just can be a one-hit wonder. That's all I need to be. There's only one decade that could have produced this song, sir. Right. The 80s. I know. I know. 305. I was born in 79, so I'm an 80s baby. I'm 78, too, so right there. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We have a lot to get to here. 43 minutes left. In this show, we have Thursday Night Football right after us tonight. The Thursday Night Inactives have come out tonight on the Green Bay side. Nothing crazy. Uh, It looks like their left tackle uh, is out tonight, so I guess that's for Green Bay. And then for San Francisco, like, Inactives is like 17 pages long of IR and everything. It's more of who's active tonight for San Francisco more than it is inactive tonight here. Um, and we have one text that just came in and I, I, I think knows, I think we can almost answer this or I can myself. Aaron Jones, A.A. Ron Jones, a gopher tonight or do we sit him? And another one says, should I start A.A. Ron tonight or Harris from the Patriots? How about that? It is a fair question because you know you're getting at least from the Patriots, Harris, he's their lead back right now, and you know you're going to get some fantasy points. But for me, I'm going to roll the dice. It's too big of a game tonight. They wouldn't put him in and activate him and start him unless, you know, he was ready to go. I know they don't have any running backs, but they wouldn't risk their entire future of Aaron Jones. Um, so, yeah, Aaron Jones is a go-to for tonight, and I would start him unless you have – a better option right now. I don't think Damian Harris is a better option. Right. All right. Let's get to the world famous sniff test. Nose is going to give you a couple of quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers that he loves this week, and a couple that he does not like this week. We'll start with that quarterback position, Garcia. When you're ready, give me a couple of players, quarterbacks that pass. That's right. The sniff test. <laughs> All right. Well, 
Josh Allen, he uh, is playing Seattle, and he's been pretty hot and cold. But when he's hot, he's really hot. So I love Josh Allen going against Seattle secondary, who is actually the worst in the NFL. DFS especially, that's, one of, that's my go-to start for this week. Matthew Stafford, God bless, he gets out there with the COVID situation. I do expect him to play versus the Vikings. And this smells like 300 yards and two touchdowns written all over it. Last but not least, Big Ben. Uh, who's Zach, he, Big Ben's been a bit of a disappointment in terms of his fantasy stats. He's been good, but it's definitely not those big, big, big Ben games where he's putting up these 300-yard games and three touchdowns. Well, going against Dallas, and I expect that game, we've discussed that game quite a bit. I expect them to have the ball a lot, and I expect big plays versus the Dallas defense. It's going to be a Festivus for the Big Ben. Well done. Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Big Ben, a couple quarterbacks that passed the sniff test. Let's move to that running back position. Nose, give me a couple running backs this week for week nine that passed the sniff test. In the same game, James, <laughs> Jimmy, ridiculous. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy Connor. Yeah. So, yes, you have to start James Connor this week if you're having any questions as to why you're asking, you know, why am I recommending that? Because he's going to have a big game. I know you're going to probably start him. Another DFS play I like. David Johnson of the Houston Texans versus the Jags. Been real quiet since week one. He had that very nice game. I expect him to have a very big, good game against the Jags. And last but not least, my boy, Zach Moss versus Ooh. Seattle. Zach Moss is a very interesting player as well. He's a guy that... Uh, is right now cutting into Singletary quite a bit. We discussed it. I have that now as a 50-50 split, but the only difference is Moss is getting those touchdowns, the goal line carries. So Zach Moss, I like a lot. Give him a start as a flex or an RB2. All right, Zach Moss, David Johnson, Jimmy Connor, uh, the running backs for week nine that passed the sniff test. Let's move on to the wide receiver position. Nose, give me a couple of wide receivers you like for week nine. That's, that's right. <laughs> I mean, are they test. are they getting more longer and more? Right. I guess yes, they are. Scary Terry versus the Giants. Get him back in your lineup. He's a must start this week, and uh, he's just an absolute great play. I'm expecting 100 yards and two touchdowns from Scary Terry. I love Marvin Jones Jr. this week with Kenny Galladay out. Detroit playing against the Vikings. This is a match made in heaven. That's who he's going to throw the ball to, Zach. So Marvin Jones becomes a player that hasn't been recommended quite, you know, at all. And then last week he showed us he could do it, and I expect him to do it again this week. And if you are now, we're, we're in the dog days. We have COVID. We have bye weeks. I actually like Jerry Judy to start to uh, have a big game this week. I expect him to be able to have that big game against the Falcons. He should be getting that. I'm going to predict right now on the air that he has a 40-plus yard touchdown. Woo, I like that. Yeah. Stud, stud, first rounder, and it's his time. Drew Locke is having, well, he had that beautiful game-winning drive last week. So, Jerry Judy, get him in your lineup. All right, Judge Judy, Scary Terry, and me, and Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones. Those are the wide receivers this week for week nine. That pass. You you can do better than that. I know. It was, I mean, it was just right off the cup. I, it was, of course it The was. rest of them, like the IUK, you know. Well, if we had a whole bunch of players that passed the sniff test, we're going to get a whole bunch of players that fail the sniff test. Kind of worried to see what kind of noises are going to come out of the interviews right now when I say this. But, Nose, give me a couple quarterbacks this week. You don't like that fail 
The sniff test. (laughs) (laughs) Danny Dimes versus Washington is simply a bad start. He's a bad quarterback. Misses players that are wide open. Darius Slayton's just going down the field wide open, and this guy can't find him. So don't start him in any league, any situation, if you can avoid it. I don't like Nick Foles versus the Titans. What an embarrassment he's been this year. You know, he comes into that one game that he got, you know, Trubisky got benched, and I believe he was going against the Falcons, who have no secondary, and he lit them up. And I was right. very excited about the possibility of Nick Foles, the A-Rob being this big, big situation. It's not been that. And for the local angle, Tua, just, just not yet, guys. You know, I, I know a lot of you own him, and it would be a lot of fun to start him. Just not yet. Right. That's okay. That's all right. I'm not not asking for too much here. Eventually, he will pass the sniff test coming up here, hopefully this year and not next year. So Danny Dimes, Nick Foles, and Tua, players that fail, the quarterbacks that fail the sniff test here for Week 9. Let's get to the running back position. Give me a couple running backs you don't like this week that fail the Week 9 sniff test. (laughs) (laughs) Gus Gus Edwards is the volume guy, and he's going to split the time with Dobbins. But... They're going against the number one rush defense in the league in the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I prefer Dobbins over Gus this weekend. I think that he's going to catch a few balls out of the backfield. But if you can avoid starting Gus the Bus, it's a bad matchup. I don't like Latavius Murray versus uh, Tampa Bay. If you have a better option, please look at that direction. I think that Sue and that Tampa Bay defensive line is going to stuff him like a turkey. And last, we discussed it in the observations. Ronald Jones... Yeah, I can't start him this week. I thought, you know, again, I know a lot of people have to, but I think that the uh, ride might be over. You know, he'll get himself 7 to 10, maybe even 12 carries, but he has to find himself a touchdown for him to have any fantasy value. So right. Ronald Jones is a player that if I could avoid starting, I would. Gus the Bus, Latavius Murray, and Rojo, Ronald Jones from Tampa Bay, running backs this week for week nine that fail the sniff test. All right, wide receivers. Give me a couple of wide receivers for your week nine coming up here that fail the sniff test. I did it this week as a I did this week as a team combination. I like to do this from time to time. Uh, but if you are starting any Giants wide receivers versus Washington, uh, it's a mistake. I think that Darius Slayton is very talented. Sterling Shepard's pretty good, too. But uh, his quarterback can't get him the ball. And Washington's defense is very underrated and very, very good. Uh, I have absolutely no love for any Ravens wide receivers versus the Colts. Just don't start them. Right now, the only guy that really is an impact player is Hollywood Brown. And I expect him to be double teamed. And I don't like the wide receivers there. And last but not least, something that we've discussed over and over already are the Cowboys ride receivers. If you could avoid it, again, I know you might have to start Amari Cooper. I I get it. And you just have to hope he just gets a one-on-one and makes a big play. But because otherwise we just, we simply don't even know who's throwing him the ball at this point. So I can't with any, with any type of confidence recommend a Cowboy receiver. Right, yeah, it's going to be tough this week uh, for that. So you got the Cowboys, Ravens, and Giants wide receivers this week that all fail the sniff test. Let's get back to the text line real quickly, 305-567-0560. If you want to get a couple texts in here, we have the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up here in the next segment. Devontae Parker or Corey Davis this week? How about that? Uh, fair question. Corey Davis is my guy for this one, no question. I like Corey Davis. He's coming off a good game. Uh, go with Corey Davis over Devontae Parker. We had to see Devontae have a good game with two before uh, we could start him when you have other options. 
And then another Corey Davis one says, should I start Corey Davis as my flex or go with Damian Harris? I'm going to go right back to the well with Corey Davis. If it's a PPR league, how about this? If it's a PPR league, Corey Davis. If it's a non-PPR league, Damian Harris. Right, that's a good one uh, right then and there. Thursday Night Football coming up right after us tonight, by the way. 825 kickoff, the Packers and the 49ers. Dolphins 425 on Sunday versus the Cardinals. Sunday Night Football this week knows the Saints and the Buccaneers. Talk about a fantasy dreamy matchup there. Lots of guys in that game uh, to start and play and probably play a big role in your fantasy week. And then you just look at Monday night and you have the Pats and the Jets. I mean, wow. Dude, that's a miss right. on, a, on a high level. Monday night Two and football. five Patriots, 0 oh and eight Jets. Good God, what happened there? Where's the flex for Monday night football? And what about, I mean, of course, for me in this show, it's a fantasy angle. What fantasy players are you starting in that game? I mean, you, you, yeah, some people in the two quarterback league have to start Cam Newton. Okay. And then thereafter that, they're not, that's it, not right? sexy. It's not right. sexy at all. I don't even Damian, know if Cam Newton's Damian throwing Damian Harris, the ball again, which is a decent play and the only player I could almost recommend on both sides of the ball outside of Cam Newton. Right. Texans, Jaguars, Giants, Washington. There's a lot of stinky games this week. A lot of fantasy implications in some of these games. Chiefs and Panthers also this week. Ravens and Colts uh, and Titans-Bears might be the two best games of the week. That's yeah. the crazy part. Seahawks-Bills. I'll give them a little credit, too. There's three good game. 1 o'clock games. But the rest of the games, uh, there's a lot of uh, stinky games this weekend. A lot of yes. sticky games on Sunday coming up. Uh, 305-567-0560 is the text machine here if you want to get in. Uh, you know what? Let's get to, let's do the tight end pick of the week here in this segment and leave the last segment for all the text messages if you want to do that. We'll start off with that. We have the nose pick of the week coming up as well. That's later on in the show. It'll be the last thing we do here before we sign off and go to Thursday Night Football. But early. We're going to do it early this week. Let's get, into, let's get to that tight end pick of the week. Nose, who do you got? As your big guy, your tight end pick of the week for week nine. Gronk, 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 My God. He's back, all right? Wow. Let's just say it. He's back, and the connection is there, and Brady's looking for him. He had, not last week, but the two prior weeks, he had two touchdowns. Excuse me, a touchdown in each of his two games, and then he had a bit of an off week last week, and I expect him to have a bounce back this week. I love him Sunday night football against New Orleans. New Orleans is traditionally uh, is not good against the tight end so far this year. Uh, so for right now, someone like Gronk, man, if you drafted him or you picked him up and it was a really ugly start of the season, he wasn't getting targeted, but he didn't make a big fuss out of it, Zach. He was sort of quiet doing right, his job, right. and now all of a sudden that connection's back. And, uh, yeah, Gronkowski, no, tight end of the week. Let's do it. I love it. Rob Gronkowski, the tight end pick of the week for week nine here. Right, there he is right there. Just walked into my house. That was Gronk right there. That's good stuff uh, then and there. Where do you put, by the way, and I know there's a dolphin angle here with this question here, but Kyler Murray, where do you put him in kind of the list of quarterbacks this year, fantasy-wise, of how much they mean to their team? I, I know we have like the Justin Herbert angles and the normal guys here and there, but Kyler Murray hasn't thrown for you know as many yards as these other guys. But he's also running the ball, 13 passing touchdowns, but seven run touchdowns this year. 437 rushing yards, seven Ooh. touchdowns. Okay. So just to answer your question, let's answer that in a fantasy style because this is a fantasy show. Russell Wilson, MVP, best player, number one quarterback. Pat Mahomes, after last week's ridiculous game, number two quarterback. 
Boom. Number three. Kyler Murray, just wow. like that. Wow. So he's the it guy, okay? Two years ago, the it guy was Mahomes. You grafted him out of nowhere. He was late, and then all of a sudden, explosion. Well, Kyler Murray right now is averaging 31 fantasy points a game, uh, which is actually number two overall, whereas uh, Mahomes is number 20, you know, averaging right now 29 uh, per game. But Kyler Murray had his buy, and Mahomes hasn't had his buy. So overall, He's a superstar, Zach, and he's a right. fantasy superstar, and they gave him the best, arguably the best uh, wide receiver in the game. I can't imagine anybody saying uh, that anybody is better than DeAndre Hopkins, especially because we haven't seen Michael Thomas play yet this year. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you drafted Kyler Murray anywhere between your fourth and sixth round overall pick, you are just, I guarantee your team is great because that's the difference maker is when you have a player that you could pick from rounds four to six, four to seven, and they end up being a top three fantasy player. Right. As long as you didn't completely muff or get injured in your first four to five picks, you that's how you build a beautiful team. So Kyler Murray has been epically good. I expect it to continue, and I'm very curious to see how he looks against Miami's defense, who's been spectacular. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get some text in here. Someone just texted in, well, geez, after that sniff test, I have to start Cooper too, but I got Slayton, Traquan Smith, or T.Y. Hilton, so pick one of the other guys. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You have a rough uh, situation. I have T.Y. Right. Hilton maybe not playing right now due to injury. Oof. So uh, it's Slayton versus Traquan Smith, and I had uh, all Giants wide receivers not being starting, but I'm going to have to go with Slayton here because – he is your best option. Traquan looks like uh, both Michael Thomas looks to be, God, we'll see, but he right. looks like he might make his re, you know, re-debut or whatever. He only played a half a game so far this year, and it looks like Emmanuel Sanders is now back as well. So Darius Slayton, who, I again, he's getting open, Zach. Like, I mean, right. really open. And then Danny Dimes is just not finding him. Maybe he'll find him this weekend, so that's your best bet. Danny Dimes getting close to being kind of the the surprise bad pick of the year in your eyes, or, or one of them is is he yeah. close to that? Like when the end of the year awards come around and we go to the nose awards at the end of the year, is this going to be kind of one of those under uh, biggest underachievers? I guess you could say of the season. I, I I liked him. I did. I I really liked him. He was like the top. He was like sixth overall last year in the last eight games amongst all fantasy quarterbacks, and. You know, I just thought he would take that step and maybe take a step forward. And he was definitely a part of my strategy of draft all of those running backs, wide receivers, and a tight end, and then take a guy like Danny Dimes. Right. Well, he's been extremely disappointing. And I'm assuming if you're a Giants fan, it's even worse because you, right, you, right. Spent, you spent the fourth overall pick on him, and it's not been working out. Right. It's, it's just a bad it's situation. Still early, but I'm, I know. I'm, and he's got talent, man. We all see it. He's got talent. It's just not showing right now. Right. And, and it, the, the, the interceptions and the decision-making looks very poor. He teases you also because he had that, that dime he threw in the back of the end zone uh, to Golden Tate. That was just an unbelievable uh, you know, catch and, and pa- pass and catch. And then it's just like the rest of the game, where the heck is he? Like, what's yep. going on with that? Yeah, there's talent there. But right. NFL quarterback, you have to be able to do it all four quarters. Correct. All right, coming up right after us tonight, by the way, it's Thursday Night Football, Packers and Niners. That's an 8-20 kickoff. The pregame show will be on right after us 
at 8 o'clock tonight. That is the Nose at Spencer Nose on Twitter, N-O-S-E. We'll take a break. We're going to come back with the Nose Pick of the Week and your text messages to wrap everything up. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Take a break. Back to wrap things up right after this. Zach on the nose, we're back. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Still got plenty of time left here for text messages. If you want to drop a couple in here, 305-567-0560. As we make our way to the above halfway point of the season, the regular season at least, not just fantasy, but the regular season in general, as we kick off week nine tonight, San Francisco and the Green Bay Packers uh, I like to call it the COVID Bowl at this point with so many guys out or the IR Bowl. It's, it's just crazy. amazing because on the bottom line, i got ESPN and NFL Network kind of sl- switching back and forth in here. And every, like, 90 seconds they show the inactives or guys that are hurt or whatever. I mean, it takes, you know, like an entire commercial break to get through all the dudes that aren't playing in this game tonight. Like, it's just amazing, San Francisco, what has happened to them since week one of the season until now. Garoppolo and, and Kittle have both been hurt twice. Like, it's not just they got hurt one, they got hurt twice. Radio Raheem came back for, like, 20 plays, and he was back out. Like, it is crazy what is going on there. And Bosa, did he even get through a fir- the first game of the season? He, he, out for the year. Right. Yeah, I think it was the third game. or Third game, game, okay. Yeah. But it's it's a crazy. I'm really curious. I'm serious. I'm really curious to see what the 49ers throw out there tonight. It's just very, very interesting to me. Right, right. It is crazy. 305-567-0560. Here's one. Uh, I just I dropped Stafford because of COVID. Should I pick him back up? And if so, is it Stafford or Cousins? I guess he's got Cousins available also. Yes. Love Stafford this week. He was on my uh, passing the sniff test. And so... If you are able to pick him back up, I would start him at Minnesota. Minnesota does not have a very good secondary, and Stafford should have a Stafford gunslinger type of game. So I would pick him up and start him over Cousins in that game. We had plenty of questions earlier, even just in the last 20 minutes or so, about Aaron Jones. He is active tonight. He will play tonight versus the 49ers. They keep flashing that on the screen as well. How much he'll play, what he'll do tonight, I don't know, but it is pretty good news for Aaron Jones' owners that he is playing tonight because it gives you that option back instead of starting someone that probably was either just picked up or deep, deep, deep down on that bench. Yeah, I know you're starting him, though. Yeah, I'm starting him. It's risky. I get it. I don't have, you know, in the particular league that I'm starting him in, I don't have a lot of options. I have players on buy. I have players with COVID. I have players that are hurt. And so I'm going to cross my fingers, <laughs> pour myself a nice Jack Daniels, and hopefully uh, Jack will help me out and get me a dirty touchdown. Right, that would be uh, nice if that happens uh, tonight for all Aaron Jones owners. I don't think I'm playing against Aaron Jones, so that's okay if uh, he actually scores some uh, touchdowns here uh, tonight. Uh, so the selfish. Si- right, I'm t- always selfish when it comes to fantasy. Uh, the Bears situation for a second, you brought it up before. What do you do if you are uh, if you drop Trubisky earlier in the season for Foles? Do you think about him back up at this point? I know Trubisky is out. I guess he's got COVID or some- something happened where he's out, but that – switch is going to come you know sooner rather than later don't you think totally agree with you that will that switch back will happen they're going to give that trubisky okay we're going to give you one last look type right. of situation 
if you're in a two-quarterback league, and I know a lot of people who are listening are in two-quarterback leagues, it gets very vicious in terms of that third quarterback that you get. And to make sure that you have all three quarterbacks on different bye weeks. And so if you're desperate uh, for a quarterback or you're going to need somebody down the road because you have multiple players with bye weeks in like week 11, uh, yeah, I think Trubisky is a player that if you have space, again, deep league, two quarterback system, that will that change is going to happen again, Zach. So right. totally good observation by yourself there. But overall, most people don't have uh, two quarterback leagues. Most have one. So no one's... No one's starting in a one-quarterback league, Foles or Trubisky, uh, anytime this year is my is what I'm hoping for you because right, they're right. in a one-quarterback league. They're not a top twelve quarterback almost every week. What'd you think about the Le'Veon Bell situation in Kansas City? By the way, uh, with the hyphen there as well. Where do you where do you kind of lie on that? I know for you know, a couple of weeks ago we could not stop saying his name and the impact he might have. I'm in a league where you get a hundred dollars for waiver free agents to spend and bid on each uh, you know week whatnot. And we had a guy who literally spent the entire one hundred dollars, which was crazy. I've never seen that before on Le'Veon Bell because he thought he makes such an impact. Uh, hasn't really yet, uh, and there are only like you said earlier in the show. We are in week nine and. You basically get till week 13 for the regular season of fantasy football. Uh, worth it at that point to spend the money on him? Do you think he's going to have a big game here or there? What do you think is going to end up happening with Le'Veon Bell before this regular season for fantasy is over? Right. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is still a bit of a mystery. Um, people who drafted him probably had to draft him in the third round. And he was, he was like the last decent starting running back that was on a people's boards that they're like, okay, after him, we're looking at 50-50 splits. So you started out with Le'Veon Bell. He was on the Jets, and he was a bust right from the beginning. Now you have hope, and you probably didn't drop him, right? He was not droppable. So you, now the situation is, last week, I expected better. He played right. the Jets. I was expecting a better game from him. I was expecting him to get fed the ball, and he just looked okay. Uh, that being said, he's definitely startable still as a flex, I still think the hyphen is the guy there, though. And don't kid yourself. They drafted him to be the man there. So for right now, Le'Veon Bell is at best a flex play in fantasy. They are at home versus Carolina. It is a good matchup this week. So if you have to start him, I'm giving you my blessing on it. But I'd like to see him have a good game. A good game means 65-plus yards and a touchdown before you have to start him. But again... This is COVID. This is a crazy year. And so due to that, I'm absolutely going to say, yeah, don't start him unless it's a flex play. And that's all I got for you. Right. Who uh, who just stepped in the room there? Who who just bothered to show? I heard the door open. Was that Sweet Lou? Sweet Lou just stepped in with a lamb chop. Wow. And and some Jack Daniels because he's listening to the show. And he's like, you know what? Maybe he should have a sip of Jack. I'm about 10 minutes away from that. Right. I was about to say. Probably not the best thing. All of a sudden, if I, I start drinking, all of a sudden I'm, a, I'm like a sailor's mouth, right? Right, right. Well, let me tell you. When I started 10 with minutes knows. When right, I started with minutes. Zach. When I started with Zach. And he's like, I'm going to put you on the air. Because that's what he did. My, my closest and oldest friends, he puts me on the air. He says, I believe in you. The one rule is. Don't curse. Don't curse. That's it. Don't ruin your radio career with one word, right? And right, and I hope Garcia is always going to have right. my back on that dump button. Right. So far, I've been doing it with you. There's Joe a dump Rose button, show. right? Right, right, right. <laughs> We've done right. the Joe Rose show together. We've done right. quite a few things together, and uh, yeah, 
I haven't done. I haven't dropped any bad words. Almost came close though. So right, right. It was you, close. It yeah, was, but it wasn't. But, but was we're good. not. We're not throwing grenades or playing horseshoes. So close doesn't matter. It doesn't matter with all that uh, said and done there. Uh, I got to ask you about this also because I, we, two quarterback leagues have been brought up a lot. Uh, the situation, if you had, I mean, hopefully at this point, if you're not in a deep enough league, you didn't have to worry about this. But the Washington uh, quarterback situation, Kyle Allen, Dwayne Haskins, Alex Smith, you look at all three and you don't even have one full quarterback when you put all those together in one. But has, it hasn't hurt Scary Terry. That, great observation. And, and I'm just, and, and, because there's some teams that just don't have good quarterbacks. And, and that's another, the reason why I'm bringing that up is because I wanted to circle back uh, quickly to the Chicago Bear quarterback situation because Allen Robinson really hasn't been hurt either by either quarterback going in, although he did get a little influx of points when Nick Foles got in and it wasn't Trubisky. But I'm just surprised that Scary Terry is still putting up pretty good to number one numbers with got, with three quarterbacks, like I said, the three-headed monster that's not even one quarterback altogether. It's a great observation. It's a great call, and I firmly agree with you that somehow through all of this, and that is some really ugly quarterback play. I right. mean, when I'm talking about ugly, um, Haskins had, he was wide open for Haskins all over the place. Well, Terry, Scary Terry has averaged for a wide receiver so far with those horrible uh, quarterbacks, 14 fantasy a week, okay? Right. And that's not too bad. It's not too bad at all. It, it, he's a top 20 wide receiver, and he's just coming off a bye. So Scary Terry... Has a great matchup against the Giants this week. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's somehow made it through uh, the quarterback carousel, if you would. And he's been a really good player. Allen Robinson, you just brought him up. Very interesting because I'm just looking through my notes here. They're literally next to each other, Zach. They both average 14 fantasy points. Right. So interestingly enough, they've both been able to do good. Not great, but good. You surprised by Robbie Anderson this year? Carolina Panthers. Are you are you looking at the same thing? I know you're not. That Robbie Anderson is the next guy on that name. This is wow. crazy. He's at wow. 13.7. Wow. Uh, he's been better than I expected. I thought DJ Moore was the guy right. that I was right. in a PPR league. I loved. The, I didn't get to draft him in many leagues, and I guess I'm I'm fortunate for that. But it was just because of how sometimes the draft falls. DJ Moore has been a disappointment. I thought he was going to take a major step forward. Robbie Anderson has been really solid. Really good, got, right? Yeah, yeah, you got him late. And, uh, you know, listen, any wide receiver over the course of the first eight weeks is averaging 14 fantasy points. And where they guys were drafted, you're doing good. Just to give you an idea, a player like Mike Evans or Amari Cooper are averaging about 12.7 points. Uh, and Cooper Cup, 12.2. So right off the bat, a player like Robbie Anderson and Allen Robinson and, and Scary Terry are doing better than those much bigger-named players. Right, right. Um, to the running back position real quick, the question I wanted to ask you was uh, the kind of the same way as we were just talking about these wide receivers. Todd Gurley's been a little bit of a surprise, too. Not necessarily putting up, you know, 100, 150 yards a game, but he's second in the league running uh, touchdown-wise. He's got eight touchdowns. Him and Derrick Henry tied for second there. Does that surprise you a little bit, too, with Todd Gurley? Because I thought he was kind of done. Yeah, he's a top 10 running back overall right now. He's actually in most leagues. Again, everyone's got their different kind of scoring system, of course. But right now in the one that I'm looking at, which is a very standard league, uh, he's right now the ninth overall running back. And he was, quite bluntly, on my do-not-draft list. How about right, that? Right, right, right. Because I don't like aging running backs that have degenerative knee problems. 
Um, and, and, but he's been solid, very solid, not great, not sexy, doesn't break those huge runs like he once did, but he's actually a really nice RB two right now. He is. Uh, another guy, I, I keep bringing up surprise guys because we've been talking about them for nine weeks now, eight weeks going into this week, uh, nine of the NFL season. Do you know off the top of your head, the most targeted wide receiver in the NFL right now? The most targeted wide receiver in the NFL right, right now. Do I cheat or do I not cheat? That's Don't cheat. Question. Throw out a name. You want a name? I want a name. It's not, I would guess either between two players. Okay, you can take I, two. I'm going to guess Keenan Allen or Stefan Diggs. Okay, Keenan Allen has 75. He's fourth in the NFL. The number one targeted wide receiver in the league is Diggs with 79. Wow. Right, well done I by you. Right, you no, did no, it. I, I, is I that surprising? That, I heard it last week. I did. Okay. I, did. I heard it last like, week. Like Diggs on a team that I didn't think would throw the ball as much as they are, I guess. Uh, 79 targets, 54 catches, just about 700 yards. Obviously, touchdown numbers would could be better. He's got three. Um, but yeah, he's averaging about 87 yards a game. I mean, that's it's it's a little bit surprising to me because Buffalo is not known to throw the ball. Right. Yeah. It's been re- well. That's the stereotype, but that's changed. Right. Josh Allen. I hope he's changed the minds of people who are like, "Hey, this guy's just a running guy. He's inaccurate. He's a gunslinger. He he throws the ball very far, but he's not accurate." No, Josh Allen's the real deal, and he just needed a real deal wide receiver. Right. What a great fit. Stefan Diggs is, and I expect him to have a huge game against Seattle. I recommended Josh Allen as my DFS top quarterback, and he's obviously got to throw the ball to someone, Zach. So Stefan Diggs is a player that people didn't draft high enough because of the unknown, okay? Uh, player going to you know any new team, you have to question because you, you just don't know the rapport, if the timing's going to be right between the quarterback and the wide receiver. Great call. Stefan Diggs has been amazing. Uh, he's averaging 15 fantasy points per game. He hasn't had many touchdowns. He's had three touchdowns. But right. 695 yards and three touchdowns, not too shabby. No, the first half of the season, that's pretty good for him. All right, let's take one more text message. We'll get to the nose pick of the week. Someone texted and I actually like the Panthers for fantasy. Samuel's starting to get hot. Is he worth the flyer? What a game he had. Right. He's now lining up a lot at running back. But the one thing that we all have to now recognize is Christian McCaffrey is coming back. Right. And so I think they were using Samuel a lot. And they, and they will. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be that type of gadget player where they're going to throw him as a receiver. They're going to throw him as a running back. They might even do, oh, <laughs> what was it called with Ronnie Brown and Ricky Williams? The Wildcats. Thank you. Right. The Wildcat. Um, so over, overall, I'm going to say start him. If you do start him, just know that his best game was probably going to be last week. Right. I don't expect him to repeat it. And I'd rather you wait and see how he's utilized now with Christian McCaffrey coming back because Mike Davis is not just going to sit on the bench and not play. It's just right. not going to happen. So I, I, I think he's a good player. I think he's a very good teammate. I don't know if he's going to have fantasy value moving forward. All right, it's time for the award-winning segment of the show, the nose pick of the week. We're heading into week nine of the NFL season. Nose, you got two minutes. Give me the nose pick of the week. There it is. God, I love it when I get the music from Garcia. It just <laughs> makes me happy, gets me pumped up. All right, 
If you guys know the show, I only call a guy named James. I only go by one name, and that is Jimmy, and the name is Jimmy Robinson. Yeah! That's right. Gardner Minshew might not be playing, but James Robinson is. He's going against Houston, and Zach Houston is 31st against the run. That is really, really bad. It's actually the second worst in the entire NFL. <laughs> so they're going to need to run the ball a lot because they're bringing in a new quarterback, and he's going to be a guy who's going to get a lot of dump passes. He's going to get a lot of runs. And oh, how about this? He's really, really good. So if you have him, you're obviously starting him. If you play daily fantasy, like I uh, know millions of you do out there, he is a must must spend on the week in terms of uh, spending your money on him as your DFS running back. And in overall, I expect him to have 125 total yards. And Utah, give me two touchdowns. I like it. Jimmy Robinson, the nose pick of the week for week nine of the NFL season. Nose, eat that. What is that, a pork chop? Eat that Lamb pork chop. chop. Lamb, Lamb chop. chop. And you're 60 seconds away from sipping that Jack Daniels. For Danny Garcia back at the Intercom Compound. For the nose in parts unknown right now on vacation somewhere with good Wi-Fi. That's right, I called you out for that. His family in the background and Sweet Lou's as engineer. I am Zach Krantz. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Thursday night football is coming up after us tonight. Catch me in the morning with Joe Rose on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. Otherwise, have a great week in fantasy. Hope you win. Hope you score a lot of points unless you're playing me. Peace! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.